is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Hope you're well. It's the Jason Manford Show on Absolute Radio on this uh, freezing, freezing Sunday morning. Alison June-Smith is with me this morning, live from Manchester. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, apart from it's freezing. I have to get the jumpers out. I know. It's happened. There was, a, there was part of my brain still going, I think that there's like an Indian summer coming, so I won't, I won't, I won't bother yet getting the jumpers out. I, I'm sure I was promised. Mm-hmm. There was moments during that heat wave. Do you remember the heat wave? Uh, are you kidding? I forgot that there was even rain in Manchester. Yeah, it I was, forgot. It was gone. Yeah. And uh, halfway through that, someone was like, you know, this is going on till October. I was like, great. Yeah. And it didn't. It didn't. They I know. lied to us. They I lied. Know. I know. And it was so cold. So cold this morning. The actual, like, frost on the windscreen this morning when I got in the car. I just, you know, I forgot. You've got to sit there for a bit. Mm-hmm. Forgot the sitting there bit, and now there's no CDs anymore, so you can't even scrape scrape the ice <laughs> off anymore. Can't do, you can't do that with an MP3. I didn't know you guys knew that trick out Hell here yeah. in the UK and Canada. That's like yeah, yeah, oh, brilliant. Yeah, in oh. Canada they got proper frost though. Well, it's yeah, in Canada we have a blizzard right yeah. now. Actually, there was oh, really? like oh yeah, five feet of snow. So that's why. Oh my goodness, I, I don't know what would happen here. Oh, I mean, everything would stop. We, everything I mean, would stop. We no. stop at the at just the mention of stuff. I know. <laughs> it's so cute. That's what we do. We don't, we're just not good at any of the weathers. We're not good at a lot of heat. We're not good at a lot of cold. <laughs> a lot of leaves. None of these things. Oh, a lot of leaves. That one blew my mind one time. Yeah. we got to stop the trains. There's leaves. What? Do you I not know. expect... But this is the thing. Every year it's the same thing, isn't it? There will be rain. There will be leaves. There will oh, be snow. Oh, it's a surprise every year, though. <laughs> every year they're like... Has it always been this cold? And, yeah. I mean, I've got to say, I was shocked at how cold it was this morning when I got in. Sure. And I'm in a higher car as well. Because my car failed its MOT. Oh. I hate that car. It's that time of year. God, I hate that car. So bad. And you probably have a real nice car too, don't you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I did before I, have, I had children. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a lovely car. Oh. And now I don't. I can't even tell you what I want to call that car. I hate that car. We just we hate each other though. I can tell. Oh. This is a hateful hurt. You know when you're in like a bitter relationship and you just can't get out. Yeah, that's what me and the car are like. <laughs> I never take it for a service on time, and it lies to me about how much petrol it's got left. Like it's just a, <laughs> just a horrible, hateful relationship. <laughs> and then it went and failed. And then it went and embarrassed me in front of those mechanics, and failed its. Ooh. Anyway, it's fine. It's only another fifteen years. I can get a nice car again. Uh, <laughs> I know that's not the way to look at you, children's childhood. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I'm moaning about <laughs> mechanics, about my car, about my, how cold it was, about my life. I go to press play, none of that works. And then it all works. That's what I, I, don't, I don't know if you were listening, but essentially, I. <laughs> If you press play, it should play. Yeah. And then it didn't play, and then it all played mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah. Look, I didn't go in a full rage, which would have happened at home where I just pressed play loads. Ah! And then suddenly we're like, this is the 10 o'clock news. <laughs> that could have easily <laughs> happened. I, 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 I rage at inanimate objects a lot. Do you? Oh, yeah. I think I take it out on them rather than people. Rather than people, yeah. Yeah. I remember once my wife walking in, just, I was... As I was, I grabbed the computer monitor 
uh, and and I was I'd actually turned it to face the printer, and I was going, "It's there! <laughs> you can find it! It's there!" <laughs> like like I was making it look at the yeah. printer. That's printer rage. Maybe I've may have better speak to someone. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're directing it at objects, though. Look, it's subconsciously. Quite, yes. you're, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm delightful to people. <laughs> Absolutely delightful. <laughs> Even when they are not, they don't deserve it. When they're not delightful. I had, a very, I had a very weird situation happen to me last week. I don't know if I've told this already. I'm going mad. Anyway, I went to you, I was in a building, and um, I know, these stories get better. <laughs> All right, Joe. <laughs> Producer Joe there having a little giggle at the start of my anecdote when I was in a building. I was in a building. One time and... Look, my life's just different from yours. What can I tell you? That's showbiz. I was in a, was in a building. And I'd come down uh, to, to leave and the receptionist was there. She was doing a Sudoku or whatever. And um, and I just said, uh, excuse me, where are, the, um, where are the toilets? And she went, um, the men's toilets in London I said yeah because that's, di- that's a very different question isn't it that's that's I, I need a wee or I'm a bit of a pervert yeah, like yeah. you know what I mean like there's only one I, I just need a wee she, the man's toilets I went yeah yeah the man she went well I don't know do I I'm a woman oh. I was like that's this is not a, a gender thing this is just your job to know where the toilets are I said well where are the women's toilets then because usually in my experience they're nearby <laughs> They're near each other. They're using the same water system. Well, the women's are on the first floor, she said. Anyway, I went up there. There was the men's. I was like, what, you've never seen them? Livid I was. Did you inform her? On of the way the... out, I said, yep. by the way, for future reference, men's are near the women's. So you never have to be that rude again. I didn't say that bit. That was a bit I said in my head as I left. That's okay. She wasn't looking at you anyway when you no, left. No, she was oh. in the middle. She was right in the last two squares of a Sudoku. <laughs> I, I've, got, yeah. I've got to calm down. I've got to calm down this morning. Just, I need to... The car was so cold, though. I know, I know. So cold. And a higher car. Oh, I need, to, I need to just get over myself today. That's what I need to do. Who is having a worse morning than me? That's what I want to know. Oh, God. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Good morning. <laughs> Hope you're very well this morning. It's one of those days. Sure is. At Absolute Radio. I, to be honest, it's been a bit like, the, that's what the weekend's been like, to be honest. I, I spent my uh, yesterday afternoon, Alison. We'll find out about you shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, I'm here to listen. I'm excited. Thanks. This is more counselling than radio. Always wanted to be a counsellor. Well, Open up. Open yesterday. up. Um, I uh, I was I found myself in A and E children's A and E yesterday with my daughter. Yeah, I what don't know happened? what I don't know something a wrist or something. I don't know. No blood, not worried. Yeah. No, not not head. It's yeah. not head. I'm always like, is it head? It's not head. It's not the head. It was a wrist or something. I don't know. Oh. But she, uh, I'm always worried about I'm st- stuff because for a while I go down my parents' route, which is, ah, you'd be all right for a bit, but then modern day parenting kicks in where I think, well, you don't know. Yeah. So round we went. Luckily, Stepping Hill, Stockport Hospital, fantastic. They've got a children's A&E, separate from all the adults. 
So it's great, and you just get in there. So you're going through, like, people who look like, oh, cracky, this looks serious, and it's packed, obviously, Saturday. Then you go into the children's one, and there's just, like, a boy with a saucepan on his head, and, you know, <laughs> there's a little girl with a head stuck in some fence panel that they've had to cut off, and uh, all the usual Erasers up the nose, yeah, things like that. all yeah. that, all that. So uh, we went there. Anyway, she's fine. It was just a, it's just a bad sprain, thankfully. Uh, but uh, but interestingly, we were in and out within an hour, which is unheard of, isn't it? And uh, when I put it on, this annoyed me. <laughs> when I put it on Facebook yesterday, it's hey, great work at the uh, at the uh, stepping early set. Just give them a shout out. They work hard. I thought I'd give them a shout out. Tell them how well they're doing. And lots of people were like, oh, that's nice to say. Yeah, I went there as well. What great staff. Blah blah blah. It's always one bloke, isn't he? Mm. He gives it. Uh, well, I'm sure you were in the in and out within an hour, what with being a television oh. personality. I was like, that's not how triage works, mate. <laughs> They're not sat there giving it, is there any blood? No. Okay, that's fine. And does it hurt when you cough? No. And uh, have you ever been on at the Palladium? Like, no one's... <laughs> that's not one of the questions. The NHS is a great leveller. Yeah. You ain't getting into an X-ray just because you've done live at the Apollo, so <laughs> that is not how it works. But always the cynical element. Haters are going to hate. Oh, it gets me, gets me. Adam in Liverpool, good morning, Jason. Full of a cold, but I've come in for overtime anyway. Oh, legend. I'm hoping my office window will have a good view of the amazing giants that have visited New Brighton and Liverpool this week. Have you seen them uh, on Northwest tonight? I, I, we've actually got the telly on in the background. I've just watched them right now. I remember that, I think this happened a couple of years ago. Um, and I kept thinking, oh, I'd love to go and see that, and uh, and I didn't get round to it. Are they there again today? I do not know. We're gonna, I'm gonna find out. Jason, Absolute Radio, Manford, where real music matters. Alison June Smith here. Not that you'd know, because I've just been moaning myself it's for the last half right, an hour. Though, no, get, it's fine. Get it out. Get it out. I've had to. I've had to. I know. Have you seen these giants in Liverpool? No, I have not. And in fact, I had never even heard of them until this year. So well, this is fascinating. let's find out more from our giants expert. <laughs> Joe. Giants correspondent. <laughs> Joe, the producer, uh, who never talks. We never hear from Joe. We hear, occasionally, we're hearing giggling in the background. At, uh, when things go wrong, nothing nothing positive. Uh <laughs> 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 Joe, so you, so you're, uh, you're from that way anyway, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. So obviously you went over a bit of civic pride. Obviously, what is it? What are the giants of Liverpool? Because the rest of the country probably had no idea. So this is the third time they've been in Liverpool, mm. and each time, uh, the last time they were here was 2014, and there's always a story that's told around the city across the long weekends. Essentially, yeah. so they arrived on Friday. Um, we're in town all day. It's mm. the most incredible thing to see. And what is it? Is it is it uh, animatronics? Is it puppetry it's, or is it? I suppose it's puppets. But yeah. the the big giant is thirty foot. Wow! It's incredible. It takes like twenty five people to move yeah. each one of them. And I saw on it's the news amazing. there to move them, they have to like run along a platform and grab a rope and yeah. pull the rope down. Yeah, and that's just to move one leg. And it's like three fellas jumping around trying to get moving. It's so amazing. Shattered. Yeah. It's and what? Where are they from? Where do they come from? So it's a French company, right? And they've um, they've been in Liverpool. This is the third time, and then in two thousand they did something else with a spider. Um, oh, and it's it's amazing. Oh, um, I'm glad it's not a spider this time. Yeah, it's not a spider this year. But they're still in town today. So if you're okay, near, so you're anywhere near Liverpool, you've got to get into town. Well, Manchester's near Liverpool. I sort of I fancy going down, and they looked like there was millions of people. Uh, uh, apparently, this weekend they're expecting a million people wow. into Liverpool just to watch it. It's wow. the, it, it, 
the atmosphere in town was amazing. Um, so exciting. And just so good to see, like, seeing little kids look up at these massive oh. puppets going, like, the wonder of it's them. Just, it's like, um, it's, I love it when the human, like, the creative side of the brain just expands so much to go, let's do that. Yeah, and the, the little dog is really funny. Like, he stopped off as, on, on his parade and got his nails done like a true scouser. <laughs> so it's really fun. Did he have rollers in yeah. his fur? <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Ah, oh, I, I, I sort of do fat. Honestly, if you're at home now and just just go online and Google it, it's absolutely fascinating to watch. Amazing. Maybe maybe we should do that after the show, Alison. I'll go check out the Giants. Go and see the Giants of Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool. I mean, you must have gigged in Liverpool. Oh God, yeah. It's always a lot of fun. It's always a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I love Liverpool. Yeah. And where were you last night? Uh, last night I was in Newcastle. Up there with the Geordies. Yeah, I was. Can't do the accent. No, no, do not do the <laughs> accent. I mean, I think I can, but. <laughs> They very much don't think I can. It's a, it's a thing we've... We, I just moved on. I definitely can't do Middlesbrough. Let's not go there again. No. No. <laughs> um, and uh, so you were doing gigs uh, there, and you were, what, J- uh, that Jason Cook? Jason Cook, yeah, his Jason comedy Cook. club. He's got a, a great comedy club over there in in, in Newcastle. He's uh, You'll know him, actually. He's he's written uh, a lot of stuff on the on the TV as mm-hmm. well, hasn't he? He's done a lot, lot of stuff, so... Uh, right, lovely. Well, um, we'll find out more from Alison very shortly on the way next. Where real music matters. Alison June Smith is here. And delighted to be here. Always lovely to have you on. I love being on. And we're seeing each other again this week. It's going to be a great week, yeah. Alison's coming to uh, Bromley to support me on tour. And I've never been to Bromley, so I'm very... Oh, mate. (laughs) What does Bromley have to offer me? You've not lived. (laughs) Bromley is very much the, uh, the unspoken capital of... The UK, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a pretty special place. Uh, they've got um, they've got a, a posh Greg's with seating outside. Oh no! Mm. An outdoor Greg's. Yeah, I, I mean the, the the Greg's very much is inside, but there's they have but got there's outdoor the outdoor seating. Even seating. in the cold, I'll eat a steak bake outside. The steak bake keeps you warm. Oh, I love a steak bake. We it's, do end up we do end up talking about Greg's a lot on this show. It's always food. I'm sorry. I don't, I, why, I don't know why we're not sponsored by Greg's. This is okay. Seems let's obvious. really force this because seems obvious to me. They are the best sausage rolls in the world. <laughs> nice. Look at you. Do you want to do the voiceover? I do. I want to be. <laughs> I want them to be like you know Canadian voice. That's what we want. Well, I was on Sunday brunch once, which by the way I'm on next week. Oh, uh, so the show is pre-recorded for next week. Um, but uh, I was on Sunday brunch once, and they had an expert in who was doing like the best sausage roll. And they did a, a blind taste test. One was like a £25 sausage roll from, uh, you know, posh London store and such, you know, uh, artisan uh, pastry, uh, all this sort of stuff, you know. And we went all through it. And Greg's? Are you serious? That makes won. me so actually won. happy. We were like, that one? He was like, where's that from? He went... That's from uh, the Greg's Bakery. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> because the sausage to pastry ratio and the flavouring of the sausage, it's... it's. Let's stop. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I feel like there'd be other, other... Do they do delivery? Do they <laughs> yeah. do Greg's? Hey, is there an Uber Eats Greg's? <gasps> there should be. Somebody should invent that. We have. We just did. <laughs> we just did. Hello, dragons? <laughs> <laughs> we got an idea for you. Uh, and so you uh, you just you do the circuit at the moment. You got any live shows of yourself, or are you just uh, being not of myself right now? Although I think I will do Edinburgh this year, but that's another thing. What I'm really excited about, though, I wanted to bring up with you: doing oh. my first panto. 
of course, I did see you on the poster. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And where is it? Preston Guild Hall. Preston Guild Hall. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, there's an Ugly Sisters joke, but I ain't going to do it. I appreciate I'm that. that. I appreciate that. Who are you going to be? Fairy Godmother. Of course you are. Do you get to sing? You bet I get to sing. That's yes. why I said yes. I love it. Yeah, I'm so excited. He's been like, we've been trying to choose songs and... It's oh. brilliant. And that's with Phil Walker, isn't it? Yes. Old Roy Walker's son. Yeah. Very funny comedian in his own right. And so he's, he's what, directing the panto there? Yeah. Brilliant. And I think he plays like the the buttons kind buttons, of character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. I know. I I am thrilled because as a comedian, you know, Christmas for us can be corporates for businesses mm. that don't care that you are alive and it on can stage be a in front lot of them. Of just angry drunk men shouting. Just couldn't care less that you are there. No. Um, so it'll be nice to be in an environment with children looking at me like I'm a magical character. Yes. Oh, that'll be great. I'm definitely going to come and see that. I'm really looking forward to it. That's great. Tickets on sale now. I believe they are. Yes, yeah. yes, they are. Yes, they are. I love that. <laughs> That's a great venue as well, Preston Guildhall. Oh, and you know what? I'm even going to live in Preston for the well, whole time. Well, you should. I got a flat. I'm just going to stay there. Do I'm going to be and in Preston. And have we Preston. got, is there any celebrities in the show? Uh, I would like to say I know, but I don't yeah. know everyone's history. I'm no, sure. I'm sure they I'll are. I'll Google it in a minute. Yeah, I'll and Google then we can it. find, we'll find out. out and who who's in it. Do you, but you don't know what you're going to sing yet. No, not yet. We're, it's a toss-up between a couple of songs, but I'm pretty excited. Bit of Beyonce. <laughs> I wish. Could you imagine? That'd be great. What and, I'm hoping is that he's like, "Do you want to do two songs?" <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> and who? Um, when? So obviously, do, you're from Canada, which yeah. doesn't really have a history of pantomime. No, I had no idea what a panto was until yeah. I came here. So yeah. it's quite a weird thing. So Cinderella. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you came here. Uh, when you uh, when, when did you first see one? I went to Bolton and I saw one two years ago. Oh, right. And that's when I, Phil Walker was talking about doing pantos and I was like, oh, I just saw my very first panto in Bolton. It was Cinderella. It was amazing. Oh. And I was like, and I think I, I would love to do something like that at, that at some point. He was like, would you? And I was like, yes. And so he called me up this year and yeah. Oh, right. Well, that's I even great. beat a girl from Coronation Street for the part. Boom. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> matters. Thanks for your text this morning. Uh, it's been nice to hear from you. Morning from a frosty Lancashire, says Kay. I'm up and cracking on with the bacon and sausage balms, ready to pack my 17-year-old and his friends off on their first holiday abroad, adult-free. <gasps> 17? Oh, that would never have happened. What a great mum, though, already making them food for their... Jo- All right, you boys, get ready. Yeah. You're going on your first holiday. Just make sure you line your stomach. That's exactly... That's what she's doing there. <laughs> because you know what? They'll be at the airport on it. Can you at 17? Is that drinking age here? No, it's okay. very much 18. But, but the ga- still, what do you think? They'll figure it out. I'm just presuming. Hey, I'm not accusing anyone of anything. Nope. But I know 17. <laughs> and if I know 17 like I think I know 17, he'll be having a pint of Guinness at the airport. Um, I think that's what they'll be doing. Yeah. <laughs> but that is, I might, there's not, that would never have happened in my. I would never have gone... Well, I didn't have an holiday, but even so, I wouldn't have got an holiday by myself with no. the lads. No. At 17. Crikey. The, I hope he changed. appreciates his parents. I hope he his does His mum well. sounds amazing. I hope he does as well. Carla B says, Morning, Jason. Uh, I'm, I'm up on this cold Sunday morning and getting ready for the imminent birth of my fifth baby. Five? 
What sort of crazy person would have five kids? <laughs> uh, who may come earlier than expected. But I'm finding I'm doing things I've never usually do, like ironing tea towels and rearranging my coffee tea cupboard so that guests who come for a cuddle uh, to the ba- for the baby don't think I'm messy and untidy as I really am. What I should be doing is staying in bed like everybody else. Yes, you definitely should. There's just a... I think it's called nesting. Yeah. That's what they call it, don't they? Nesting. I remember coming home, my wife was eight and a half months pregnant, up on a stepladder doing the like doing some curtains. I was like, oh no, that won't be happening. Just just lie in bed, but they can't. Something's yeah. going on. It's a nature thing. Nothing you can do. Tidying up, fine. That's Ironing it. tea towels. Can you imagine? <sighs> no. I know. My mum went into the hospital this week for a little operation and she made my dad iron her pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> I came in, he was ironing her pajamas. I was like, what are you doing? He went, Ugh, you know, she's like <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I was like, okay, fine. No, that's never bed. I've, I've, I've got mates who iron bedding. No. I know. Who's got enough time to be? People are weird. People are weird. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, we were talking about having uh, a bad morning. Uh, Alison's had a bit of a... You had a bit of a rum start to the day, didn't you, I early on? did. Thank well, you. Well, I don't know if you'll beat Martin, but we'll find out. Martin from Muswell says, Dear Jason, uh, my morning so far, technology nightmare. My new uh, IP address uh, doesn't work. I don't know what that means, some internet, some or other. Uh, cheap deal, great, but irrelevant since the thing does not work. I've forgotten my Apple login, my bank PIN, my eBay password. I'll need to reset them all again for the millionth time. Two out of my three electronic devices are playing up, so I can't text you from my phone, and this kills me. My earphones are so tangled, I don't know where to start. How <laughs> Apple can make such amazing tech, but they can't sort their earphones out i had to write this on my and on my updated email myself copy it to my phone then text you go for a lie down wow is, yeah but you had travel worries didn't you i did so, i had so you had a gig in newcastle newcastle yeah and then what time did you get I, i've not asked you this what time did you get home from newcastle i got in for newcastle at 4 a.m from newcastle to manchester yeah because that is not that length of time no what time did you get off stage i got off stage at 8.30 oh <laughs> so, so over to Newcastle train station. Yeah, uh, to get on my, um, what was it, what time was it? it was 10, a 10 p.m. 10 p.m. Yeah, train, so so she, train. Yeah, so booked. she was back for midnight. Great, yeah. Easy peasy. And then I was shown um, the way to my replacement bus service. Oh. Yeah. Welcome to England. I know. Yes. And I- it, it's just... There's nothing more. Oh, you can't, and there's nothing you can do, right? Because no. you're like, ah, oh, but it did not say that. It did not even say that today when I re looked up. No. They're like, well, no, we're not going to tell you. No. Like, we're not going to tell you. How is this allowed? I don't understand. That. It's like going out to a, a, a restaurant for a big meal. Like, Sorry, here's your your yeah. meal replacement. It's a packet of tenner lady. Like, yeah, like and it's you're not- like, what is? Yeah, and then, so then the big delay was, because it's later tra- uh, later bus, we're all coming back, and we had to stop to pick up another busload of people because um, oh, a woman had vomited on the other bus heading back, and so <laughs> they couldn't allow oh, the bus to carry on. So. queen. I'm feeling uh, pretty nostalgic <laughs> and uh, nationalistic, jingoistic even this yeah, morning. It Proud was, it was of great. our nation. It was great. 
Long live our noble queen. And the toilet was God broken. Go on. Save yeah. the queen. <laughs> toilet broken. Makes you proud to be English. Oh, proud to be British. Very exciting. Crikey. So four o'clock. And then uh, I wish I'd have known because I was in York. You were in York, which is where the vomit uh, t- uh, transaction occurred where we had to pull over. Yeah. Oh, I man. actually sent out a, a Facebook because I was like, if there's any comics. I would have totally wonder what time you were what time were you in York? Probably after I'd left. About eleven forty five. Oh yeah, and that was after me. Yeah. I but left I was straight off stage gone. I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, there are moments like that where, you know, people will go, Well just learn to drive. You should just drive in this country. And in that moment, okay, sure, I can see it. But Yeah, learn to drive. I would do that. This country terrifies me. The driving, the size of the roads. I'm from Canada. I drive everywhere in Canada. We've got big roads. So you can drive a car. I absolutely can drive a car. I'm just scared here. There's nothing to be scared of. It's all fine. Roundabouts. Do you not have them in Canada? No, I've maybe encountered two in my life until I got here. Oh, we love a roundabout. Oh, God, do you It's because we're not good at making decisions. <laughs> that gives you a moment. It's just like, let's have a little go around idea. here for a bit. <laughs> Keep calm and carry on also, in the circle. it's, you know, where where do you put um, bed sheets with happy birthday Samantha on them? That's what roundabouts are for. That's what they're for. You know, you need these things. True. Yeah, I think the roundabout... I've got to say, when I've driven abroad as well, I always think these people could do with some... There's two things that we do brilliantly in this country that the rest of the world just needs to go, do you know what? Britain, we're right. Let's just go with it. That's roundabouts, because yeah. that's better than intersections and, and various things that go, that go on in other countries. And the three-pin plug. These are the things that are better. Now, why the three-pin plug? Because it's just better but than what? that little two prong thing that's wobbly it doesn't even fit right it wobbles ours are earthed so like if anything breaks you're not gonna die like uh, the three ping there ping we prong, go okay it works yeah that's the that's the you know what i mean when i go abroad i feel like am i racist for thinking these people's plugs are not very good i question myself <laughs> You're good at queuing too. Can I add that queuing. to the third? We're so good at queuing. People are honest about queuing, yeah. and I like that. Yeah. I really like that. No, that person was first. No, there is a queue forming. Oh, people will heckle from the back. Whoa, 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 whoa! There'll be a lot of that going on. I love it. I, I love it. I flew to um, just only Manchester to Heathrow last week, and uh, there was a moment where oh, worst thing. I'm coming through. It's packed. Manchester Airport is hammered. Mm-hmm. And we're coming through and thinking, okay, we'll be all right. Get through this. Get through security eventually. And then there's like a, another queue. I don't know why there's another queue inside the airport to go through a door to get to the right thing or whatever it was. And I, not showing off, but I'd, I'd got fast. You got the fast track. Thing, whatever it's fast yeah. track thing. Thought, right, off we go. So... Saw the big queue and I thought, well, that can't be fast track because that's not fast. <laughs> so I'll go to, so I went, so I cut through, I cut through, I went to the front and the guy said, that's the queue. I said, oh no, I've got this fast track. He went, yeah, that's just for the security bit, not for this. I was like, well, what? What was the point of that then? What? I said, okay. I didn't say that, obviously. I just thought that. I just went, oh, okay, fine. And then I went back and then I thought, well, I'm not getting in that queue. That's that's not happening. So I just thought I'll go and get in. I went in another queue to get a Costa coffee. <laughs> so I sat there and then, bing bong, last call for uh, Heathrow, uh, the two fifty flight. Uh, passenger Manford, passenger Jason Manford, please come to gates one four three. I was like, how's that happen? So I start. Can you imagine? So we're at Manchester Airport, my hometown. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine how many people thought it was hilarious to tell me? 
to get a move on. Everyone, every... Every person. Get a move on, Jason! Hey! hey. Yeah, oh. Hey. Holding up the plane, Jason! You know like, this is the worst day ever. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. My dad never asks for anything. Like, my mum never stops. But my dad <laughs> never asks for anything, ever. And uh, he he just said to me, because it's just not the sort of thing, he doesn't use the internet, he's not, you know, he's not sort of savvy when it comes to stuff. I don't even think he has his own money. Like, I think <laughs> mum just is in charge of everything, yeah, yeah. you know. It's old school, you know. And uh, anyway, he um, <laughs> he said to me uh, a little while back, and, I, and he's like a real punk, my dad. So this sort of surprised me. He said, oh, see, ELO are playing in Manchester. And I said, all right. I said, OK. He said, I'd really love tickets if you could sort that out. Oh. I was like, yeah, I can sort that. So anyway, sorted it out and um, managed to get uh, four tickets um, for him and for him, my mum, his friend Paul and, 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 uh, and his wife, uh, Lynn, and as it happens, and this never happens to my dad, as it happens, my mum wasn't well enough and uh, neither was his friend's wife. She wasn't well enough. So he ended up going out with his mate Paul to the arena to watch ELO last night and he texts me at one o'clock in the morning. I never get a text off my dad with some swear words, to be fair, but happy swear words to say, what a show. That was the best Aww. night ever. I know, how good's that? Love that. That's so nice. Yeah, it was cool. It was a nice thing to be able to do. So I don't know if you were at the ELO concert last night, but apparently it sounded epic. Uh, let us know if you were there. It'd be nice to hear from you. We're also talking cringe moments, that moment where you were cringing so bad that it still wakes you up at four o'clock in the morning. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where music matters. Alison June-Smith is here. She's going to be in Panto in Preston this year. I've never said this on the show before. I love it. Have you never said that? I've never no. said no, someone's going to be in Panto this year, no. I, I, no one's ever asked me to do Panto. I'd love to do Panto. I just assumed you would have no. done Panto. No, I did I did Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, which is obviously not a Panto, but and over the Christmas period. Crikey, it was a hell of a, a hell of a schedule. Yeah. 11 shows a week. Like. Yeah, well, that's what a lot of people are saying. They're like, get ready. Because there are some days where I think yeah. we're doing like three shows a day, which is why <laughs> I rented a flat just right yeah. by it. Yeah. 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 Well, I start rehearsals for Guys and Dolls tomorrow. Oh, that's so exciting. So I've got, so they're full, that's two weeks, full on. And I've got gigs in the night time. It's going to be a fun, fun couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we're at the Royal Albert Hall, no less. 19th and 20th of October, if you fancy it. Should be a, should be a giggle. With the Philharmonic Orchestra, 70-piece oh. orchestra. Oh, it's going to be great. Not learnt the lines yet. <laughs> you will, though. It'll be fine. I'm pretty good at that sort of thing. If all else fails, just say, luck be a lady. I will, yes. That's, that's all you got to say. I mean, it's not my song, but yeah, I'll just say it. <laughs> uh, 8, 12, 15 on the text. I'm talking cringe moments, mainly to make myself feel better, Alison. Mm -hmm. I had a moment this week uh, where I was in Birmingham. So I'd... I'd done Dudley the night before. I was in commentary the night after, so I stayed in Birmingham. Nice, normal thing to do. And uh, it was a reasonably nice hotel. I realised it was a nice hotel because um, when I went for breakfast, uh, Jason Donovan was there. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, we, I've met him many years ago, and, and uh, so he said hello, and I said hello. He was having a chat over the scrambled eggs, and uh, in the end, we were sort of stood chatting. I said, "Oh, I'll come and I'll come and have breakfast." So we had breakfast together. It was very nice. Nice to see. And uh, 
we're chatting away. Anyway, we surprisingly got on more than I would expect, you know, considering I was, I was called Jason Donovan for many years at school, <laughs> just because my name's Jason and he was popular at the time. And uh, we got on. And so we, got, we sort of got to the end of breakfast and then uh, he said, uh, he said, oh, I'll take your number, mate. And I said, oh, yeah, OK. So I gave him my number, read out my number, and I said, oh, I'll take yours. And I picked my phone up and my phone rang. So I went, Hello? Oh. <laughs> and he went, that's me, mate. <laughs> Just ringing you, so you got an number. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, no, I know. I know, it's, it's just a funny thing to do. Oh. Every time, I do it all the time. Cringe. The cringe factor. Oh, that's, that's yes. great. That's yeah. great. So this morning, uh, I asked on Facebook earlier, actually, uh, but feel free to text me as well, 8, 12, 15 on the text. There's already been about 300 on uh, on Facebook, so uh, crikey. Sam Cole says, uh, went up to a friend in boots and slapped her on the bum with a rolled-up magazine. Wasn't, Wasn't her. Wasn't her, yeah. I was so mortified, I couldn't move, and I just stood there staring at the Max Factor makeup until she moved on. <laughs> I just, I just, so you're just there looking on your bum and then... Just a woman stood staring at eyeliner. Crikey. Sarah Messenger. I had a delivery and it was a big box, so the driver carried it into the house for me. He put out his hand and I thought he wanted to shake my hand, but he just wanted the invoice on top of the box. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. You did a lovely job. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Matters. Hope you're very well. If you are fans of comedy, which I hope you are, <laughs> I hope that's the reason you listen to the show. Uh, but Absolute Radio doing a gig live at the London Palladium. Tickets are on sale now for the show. Uh, radio's biggest ever night of stand-up comedy. I mean, they say that, but I'm, I'm not on it. I was going to say, <laughs> you're plugging the biggest night. Right, you yes. uh, But Frank Skinner is. Uh, oh. Frank Skinner will be the host uh, alongside an amazing lineup of John Richardson, Rob Beckett, Chris Ramsey, Joe Caulfield, Nish Kumar, Matt Ford, Gary Delaney, and our very own Glenn Moore. All of the profits go direct to Stand Up to Cancer and to fund research into treatments and cures. It is nearly sold out, but it's such a wonderful venue. There's no bad seats there. So get them right now from absoluteradio.co.uk forward slash comedy uh, getting a few texts in this morning saying uh, hi Jason and Catherine yep getting a lot of that this morning yeah that's it's it's to be expected uh, do your does your voice get mistaken for Catherine Ryan on a regular basis no it's just no. that I'm a female and a Canadian in a comic so I must <laughs> be enough. Catherine Ryan we have got Catherine on the show in a few weeks' time, to be fair. She, and she's lovely and a and very I'm, good mate. Yeah. And I'm hoping people will text in, hi, Alison. I, be- wouldn't that be, if one person out there would just do that, <laughs> that would make me feel, and spell my name A-L-L-Y-S-O-N, that yeah. would make me feel like a million dollars, just one person out there. <laughs> a million Canadian dollars. A million Canadian dollars. Yeah. So what's that, three three quid? It's, a, it's odd though, isn't it? Because over here, our accents are so diverse, yeah. even though we're a tiny island. In comparison, yeah. Whereas they don't have like America, Canada. There's like six accents. Yeah, it's not a lot. It's like fifty odd accents in the (laughs) in like in a ten mile radius. Yeah, Dralsden to Salford, totally different accents. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, you go down the sixty two to Liverpool. I'm like. I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is 40 minutes from my house. You're 40 minutes from my house, mate. <laughs> I'm like, Mama, how's that uh, happened? 
My first agent in this country was Scouse, and honestly, I didn't know most of the time what they were saying. I just said yes to a lot of gigs that I regret now. But I was like, yes, I don't know, yes. What's the different Canadian accents people would know? I guess, um, so if you go So to yours the... is, should we say, normal. <laughs> Mine is normal. I guess it would be like uh, Midwest, like I'm central Canada, so farming right. communities, so okay. um, mountaineer kind of... Yeah. You know, a tough. Yeah. You know, like a, Craig Campbell is an example of that. If okay, you know the comedian great comic, Craig. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you go to the East Coast, Nova Scotia, where it's a bit more uh, almost Minnesota, like Fargo, like, oh, dee do do. Almost a little bit of Irish in there. Okay. Yeah. So I, that's the only place in Canada I've been. I know you were saying that. Nova yeah. Scotia. Yeah, random. And why? Why did you go to Nova I Scotia? I went to Nova Scotia because I, there was a thing at the time called Richard and Judy's Book Club. And Richard and Judy... <laughs> this is starting off very exciting, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you were here when Richard and Judy were no. our main TV personality. They were the ant and deck of their day, okay. if you will. <laughs> except not as much in love. <laughs> uh, but no, they were. They were a married couple and uh, they were on the TV from like 1984, like yeah. for 30 years, like forever. And uh, and they were, you know, they were good, they were fine. And uh, anyway, I did their show. Really lovely couple, you know, really warm show. And uh, and I used to go on as a comic guest, I guess. And then one time they were doing this book club and they would send you to holiday resorts to read a book. That was the job. That's brilliant. I know, it was like 500 quid as well. I was like, yes, I'll do that. In a heartbeat. So I did that. I took my dad with me, actually. Oh. And we went to this holiday resort in uh, Nova Scotia where we landed on... Uh, on a lake, the yeah. lake was the size of Greater Manchester. Like yeah. it was the biggest. Like on a water boat. That yeah. Kind of, yeah, yeah. I was like, this is this must be the sea. They were like, it's a lake. I was like, wow. And uh, we we stayed there and I read the book and I reviewed this book and that that was the that was the job. But I remember there was a moment where so my dad at the time was working at the Crown Courts in Manchester and he used to log all the sort of information, you know, and write it down as it would been as it was being said in court. And we sat down at this lobster broil. Oh, oh man. Great lobster. They were pulling them straight out of the lake. Yeah. Amazing. And this guy sat next to us. He his arms were like tree trunks. The biggest man I've ever seen him like. Big beard, but lovely, softly spoken man. And he said, um, I'll you know attempt the accent, but he said he said, Where are you from, hey? And we said, Oh, um, from uh from Manchester. Oh, great. I never heard of it, but great, that's great. And he said, um, he said, What do you do? Now my dad is six foot two and he is ten and a half stone. So you can imagine how he's just a lanky streak. He's just this tall, thin, wiry man. And my dad said, oh, I'm a logger. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy goes, me too. And we were, But he was looking at my dad like, and he looked at him and he was so polite because he went, how big are the trees? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, oh no, no, I just write stuff down. There's no there's no I'm pulling trees out. Oh, I love it. He was so, so much. polite that he was like, they must saplings then I take it. <laughs> God bless him. <laughs> Jason. Absolute radio. Manford. Where real music matters. We're talking cringy moments, those moments where you're like, Ugh. it's that when you're like four o'clock in the morning, I think, and you sort of like why am I? Ugh. Yeah, like it just comes yeah. back, doesn't it? Uh, Roberta says on the uh, on the text, she says, uh, "Hi, Jason. I once told a checkout lady at the grocery store, love you, which was mistakenly <laughs> condensed version of lovely, thank you.' Yeah, I think we've all we've all done that. At you some know, point. she probably appreciated that. You know, no one ever fun. says love you. She That's works true. hard. Yeah, I remember on the phone to um, Tesco 
had a Tesco credit card and uh, I was ringing up to cancel it and uh, there was about three quid in it. I didn't know there was anything in it. I thought it was empty. She said, oh, there's about, there's about £3.40 in it. Do you want me to transfer that to your bank account? And I said, yeah. I said, well, every little helps, doesn't it? And then as soon as I said it, I was like... Oh, oh, oh you did it. Oh, yeah. God, I've just done their slogan at them. Oh. And she was like, don't. Don't you dare yeah. say that. <laughs> Everywhere I look, it says every little helps. <laughs> yeah, there's always... What about those moments? You ever worked in a call centre? No, but so I... You, yeah, so you spend a lot of time, obviously. I used to UCI Cinemas, it was, before the Odeon. Hello, uh, UCI Cinemas, how can I help you? When you're at home. You've done it so much that you literally pick up the phone. Hello, UCI... Oh, hi, Dad. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Frank Hughes on uh, Twitter says, taking a shortcut through a department store in Bristol many years ago, uh, brushing through the lingerie section, I managed to snag a rather saucy set onto the back of my overalls. The store detective chased after me as I exited through the doors, much to my embarrassment. Ooh. I love that he calls them store detectives. I, I, it's very <laughs> profound. I've got to say, you are building that job up because there's no detective work in the shop security, let's be honest. Do they ever have any, like, uh, like dress like a normal civilian store detective? No, they used they to have that do, in Canada, yeah. yeah. Do they call them detectives? I don't know. I don't think they do. Store detectives. Who's Frank think he is when he's store detectives? <laughs> Uh, just one more thing. The full Colombo. Uh, Kieran uh, said, ask the mate... Oh, this is awful. Ask the mate's wife when their baby was due, even though their baby was clearly in the pram in front of her. Oh, Never. Why? Never. Never. Don't even don't even guess. Even if she's rubbing her belly and breathing like she's, you never, no. you never. Even if you can see the head coming you, out. If the crowning is occurring, you still. Just, all right. Yeah. I didn't even know you were pregnant. Just yeah. <laughs> deny all knowledge. Yeah. I had a woman on the front row. Thankfully, she she sorted it before I got there. I was asking her what she did, and she said, "Oh, I'm on maternity leave," and I was about to say, "Oh, when is it? Is it coming soon?" And she thankfully went, I'm on maternity leave. My baby's six weeks. I was like, oh, my God. She's had it happen before. Phew. Claire says, going to McDonald's drive-thru, uh, put my order in. Guy couldn't hear me, so I turned my music off and said it louder. He was looking at me funny. Turns out it helps if you wind your window down. <laughs> oh. Just wanted to drive off and never go back to that one again. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Music matters. Thanks for your text this morning. Keep them coming. We're talking cringy moments. Love this one on the text. Uh, went out on a driving lesson. My instructor put his hand up to thank a driver for waiting while I did a manoeuvre. I mistook it for a high five <laughs> for my great parallel park. Yes, that's what we're after this morning. Uh, somebody also informs us that st store detectives are now called loss prevention officers. Which I love. I love that. Very Security official. guard is as much as that can be. Surely, come on. I do love a jumped-up job title. It's great. I've got to say, ever since uh, I was a media distribution officer as a child, I mean, paperboy. <laughs> paperboy, yeah. I love it. I love it. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I hope you're having a nice morning. It is ten past ten. The day has started. Alison June-Smith is here. 
with uh, one of the best voices in show business. Oh, you're so sweet. All the, I mean, she's from Hull. She puts it on. <laughs> <laughs> should hear her during the songs. It's awkward, man. Uh, our Canadian friend to this show, uh, hilarious comedian, supporting me in Bromley on uh, this Wednesday. This Wednesday. And then too busy to support me in other shows. Off to support Stuart Francis on his tour. I know. She's in Panto this year at the uh, Guildhall in Preston. You can see her there. Hilarious, funny, beautiful, vivacious. Oh, come everything. on. Good morning, What everyone. a comedian. What a comedian. <laughs> anyway, have you seen this story this week about Banksy? I love it. It's one of my favourite things that's ever happened. He's now, amazing. This is great. So I actually, you wouldn't believe this of me, but I actually do own some artwork. I believe I that of you, pal. I, I believe I, it. Yeah, man. I've got a few little pieces dotting around the house. Uh, no Banksy's, though. Mm. No Banksy's. Uh, although the girl with the balloon is a cracking piece. Uh, Banksy, uh, you will have seen it, I'm sure. It was massive. Uh, on, it went viral this week. So the 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 the, the, the picture is... That's other it is. It's about to be sold. And uh, Banksy has released a video on his Instagram uh, showing how he secretly built a shredder into one of the paintings that self-destructed after it was sold for more than one million of your English pounds. It's amazing. The Framed Girl with Bloon, one of the artist's best-known works, was auctioned by Sotheby's in London moments after the piece was sold. Literally, like, going, going, sold to the man in the top hat and cane. Uh, the canvas of a girl reached, uh, reaching for a heart-shaped balloon shredded itself. Quoting Picasso on his Instagram, Banksy wrote, The urge to destroy is also a creative urge. The clip starts with a caption saying, A few years ago, I secretly built a shredder into a painting. The video uh, then shows someone in a hoodie installing the, the device before another caption saying, in case it ever was ever put up for auction. The video then shows the moment the painting shredded itself at the auction house on Friday and it literally it... comes right down. It's unclear how the shredder was activated. I think he had to be there. I think he must have been in at Sotheby's. Had to have, because you'd have to see. And he must have checked it first. He must have said, oh, I'm Banksy, by the way. Let me, I need to check my painting and check the batteries. Because right. it's been there since 2006. Has it? Yeah, it's been there for ages. That was a, that was a long con. That was a long game, wasn't he? He was really playing the long game there. Now, the question I asked on Twitter was, is it actually now worth more? I think it is. Absolutely, it must be. I think it's doubled in, in value. Of course it has. Because now you are... That was such a big thing that happened, and now you've got this piece. Also, very cleverly, I don't know if it was on purpose, very cleverly, it... Only half, half of it half yeah. of it came out. Yeah. So you can't sell those individual strips as a strip of a Banksy. Mm. No, no. They, oh, it's fascinating. And I bet you there'll be money value too for the actual shredder, like the, the frame itself. I People think, will want... Well, I think that whole piece with it half out, I think that I would put that on my wall. Of course you would. You'd be like, this is it. I mean, this... I wouldn't because no. it's worth <laughs> two million pounds. That is not where it's going. Jason. Radio. Where real music matters. Uh, Alison June Smith, already here. I am. God bless you. <laughs> how's, uh, how's the thing? I've not seen you for ages. It has been a while. It's been ages. Yeah. Just been, just doing the circuit, working it out. Working it out, yeah. yeah. Making yeah. the Brits laugh. You know, yeah. 
Yeah, it's it's been fun though. It's been fun. I've been busy too with family. My parents came over and stayed with us for oh, 10 days. Oh, how was that? That was it was very it was intense Hard. family. Yeah, it was <laughs> yeah. you know, you get to that point with as an adult where you it, it is the role reversal, you mm. know, like I am raising my parents now at this point. Drop them off at Just casinos when I went to do gigs. Like a, like a like a crash. <laughs> it's it is. It's a Gambling nursery crash. for seniors is That's what it hilarious. is. hilarious. Yeah, it was lovely. But your dad's actually from here, isn't he? Yes, yeah. He is proper man. Hume. He I love up. that he's from Manchester. That's yeah. so funny. That's why I'm here. I've got a northern soul, everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Brilliant. And so what did you, did they come to your, any of your shows? No, they don't, uh, they don't care to see. <laughs> they, they don't care to see this. It's a lot of foul language is what they say. We just oh. don't, it's not our thing. I was like, just comedy is not your thing. It's just not our yeah. thing. We'd rather go gamble. Uh, so I dropped them off. Your inheritance. Yeah, exactly. I was like, win big, guys. Yeah, it yeah. is funny, though, because literally I'd leave them. I'd be like, okay, you guys good? Do you need another drink? Do you have enough money? The buffet's over there. If you need anything else, I'll be back in two hours. Mom, don't pick any fights. And I'll see you, like, because God knows what's going to happen. Yeah, they had a lovely time. It's funny when they're not interested, isn't it? My, I've got a couple of family members like that. Just not bothered at Just all. Just couldn't, yeah. I sometimes also get people who say... Uh, I'm not a massive fan of comedy, but I like you, and that is not a compliment. Mm. If you like, it sounds like it is, mm-hmm. but it's, it's like also, who doesn't like laughing? I don't really like laughing. Yeah, not really into it. Not oh, a I, fan of humor. I get the girl. I get the girl card. Oh yeah, I don't normally like girl comedians, but but Ugh. you, you were. Oh my god. Ugh. Yeah, or they're shocked. You know, normally I hate. I've had people in my I hate. hate Girl wow. comedians. But I, it's like they're looking at me like I'm a unicorn. Like yeah. they have never seen anything like this before. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Magical. Yeah. <laughs> no. Who'd have thought? And yet, when you go in a pub, when you go in a pub and a few few drinks of there's a group table of girls and a table of lads, which table is laughing the most? Oh, always the girls. Who's always. having more fun? That girl table. Yeah. Always the girls. Yeah. So it just surely transcends into comedy. I mm-hmm. think so. I'm with you, sisters. Thank you. Absolutely. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Alison June Smith is here. Yes, I am. All the way from Canada. Mm-hmm. God bless her. And uh, if you're on, if you come and see me on tour this week, you you might even see her. Wednesday. Come, Wednesday. Bromley. Bromley. The showbiz capital of the UK. Very much the Vegas of England, I think. <laughs> Bromley. <laughs> if any, any, any tourists are in town, Let's head down to Bromley. It's a place to be. They've got the... Um... Mm-hmm. That thing there. Yeah. The That's... Churchill Theatre is what they have. There we which go. Which is where we're at. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be a long week. Long week for the uh, next couple of weeks. I've got rehearsals all day, 10 till 6, and then boom. That's why I've had to get support acts in. To do the first half, and then I have to rock up at twenty past eight and do the rest. Full show, you'll still be getting a full show, of course. I'm uh, not a scrimper. A lot of people in show business say, "Leave an audience wanting more." I say, "Leave him thinking about enough." <laughs> <laughs> sort of bloke I am. Uh, so we're talking this morning, cringe, cringy moments where you're like, "Oh, oh God, oh David Bennett, crikey, this is a beauty." I waved at my neighbour as I got into my car. I wasn't really concentrating, put my seatbelt on, and I looked up, and I realised I'd got in the back. (laughs) (laughs) I was literally looking at the back of the seat that I should have been in. I glanced out the window, and the neighbour was still looking at me, so I did what anyone would do. 
I pretended to check the seatbelt by pulling it sharply. But to keep up the charade, I had to then get out and sit in every other seat in the car in the same manner, sort of doing a little nod just to check that each one worked before finally checking the driver's one and driving off and not returning until I called my missus to make sure he was no longer there. Oh my, that's pretty smart though. I would not have thought of that. No, just doing a regular seatbelt check, you yeah. know, checking the seatbelts. Did you not do that? Oh yeah, you no, do tyres, right. You brakes, should do that, seatbelt. Seatbelts. I am... Um, the amount of times when I'm on, on holiday, because we were on holiday for four weeks this, this year. We went to Amazing. Portugal for four weeks. And the amount of times that I would get to, uh, you know, I'd be at the supermarket or whatever it was, doing a shop, and they would get to the car and get into the passenger seat. Because obviously <laughs> that's, yeah. not where, that's not where the steering wheel is. Yeah. And you would have to wait for people to leave. It was mortifying. Kaylee on the Facebook says, <laughs> the big boss was visiting work. You know, sometimes you get flustered. When you, mm-hmm. Certainly people in power, attractive people. You know, those people can fluster you sometimes. When it's both. I, 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 I have no idea what you're talking about. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Good one. Thanks. The big, boss, <laughs> the big boss was visiting work. He was an older guy, but really smiley, which in turn made him very attractive, Kaylee says. He's really personable, so often goes around offices and shakes everybody's hands individually. <laughs> it's good that he does it individually. <laughs> it's just like, right, everyone, everyone, give me your hands. Come on, yeah. put all your hands together in a group and I'll just, I'll put my hands either side of 20 hands and just shake them all. That would be not personable at all. Uh, he came over to me, shook my hand, and as he was walking away, he said to me, do I recognise you? And I was nervy. And not because of his powerful status, I, I just found him attractive too. I was extra jittery. She was really into this, how attractive he was. Yeah. yeah. She then replies, um, um, no, I don't think so. I'm not a prostitute. <laughs> she just said it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> and then as he was leaving, she went, not that I'm saying you visit them or anything. Oh, how is she still in a job? I think that wins for cringy moments. I think there's an egg cup on the way to Emma. Wow. There is a Jason Manford Ed Cup on the way just to maybe... Wow. Just maybe to look out while you're filling out your CV for your next job. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. We're talking cringy moments here. Oof. Yep. With Alison June Smith. We, I'm feeling that sort of... You're not feeling in your stomach when you're, like, cringing for other people? It's... Yeah. That last one was really good. Ooh, that was well. my favourite. I don't know if we're going to I don't know if we're going to top it but I'm going to try. <laughs> Anita. I was at the cinema with my then boyfriend who had bought a bag of minstrels uh, which I thought he had put in my drinks hold a bit. I ate them all. I was gobsmacked on the way home when he pulled the full packet out of his pocket asking why I'd never asked for them. Turns out I'd sat and helped myself to the person next to me sweets. <laughs> and they said nothing. And they said nothing. That is the most British thing I have ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. I didn't want to cause a fuss. I am going to start eating other people's food. You can in do the whatever moon. you want, I'm, mate. I just, and with a smile. Huh? Yeah. Wow. Claire Bell. Whilst volunteering at a local charity for the homeless in Stockport, I said at the end of the night, obviously without thinking, whilst cleaning up, come on, you lot, have you got no homes to go to? Oh, I mean, that's, that's oh, easily done. Yeah. You were doing a nice thing. Sure. Those things can happen. Oh, but homes, that would be a trigger word, you would think. You'd that. think so, yeah. Ooh. You'd think there'd be some sort of training for that job. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, maybe, for future reference. 
Eight twelve fifteen on the Texas morning. Are you? Do you find yourself in these situations? Do you know? I was thinking about this. I think the most cringy moments for me. It happens on a regular. I have very poor short term memory. Mm. I always forget that I've I, met people. I thought you, you just said this. <laughs> I Go did, on. and I, I, I feel awful about it. But it happens so you regularly. Just forget. That you've met them. Yeah. Well, you know, as comics, we work with a lot of people. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. sometimes you work with one person, and sometimes I choose to forget certain shows. <laughs> of and if that person is connected to that show, they're out they're of gone. my head. They're yeah. Gone. Uh, so the number of times I've been like, oh, hello, nice to meet you. And they will know the time, the date, <laughs> like what year it was that we met. See, can I give you a little tip? What, what weight I was at that time? No, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I met you seven years ago. You looked real good. Thanks a lot. All right. My tip is this. I have a similar problem. Um, so I never say, nice to meet you. I never say, nice to see you again. Yeah. What I say is, nice to see you. Yeah. And that way, mm-hmm. you've just covered everything. Everything. Nice to see you. Nice it's just, see. it's like, oh yeah, I know we saw each other. Oh yeah, no, I know. Oh yeah, nice to meet you. It's fine. Yeah. Nice to see you. That's nice the trick. Nice to see you. My wife's all, all, always good at it as well. Lucy's very good at sort of having this. She's aware when I don't know who a person is. Mm-hmm. So she'll often come over and introduce herself. Oh, I'm Lucy. And they'll go, oh, I'm Claire. I go, that's right, Claire. It's Claire. You know what I mean? Then I'm in. Well, there. that's a good partner. That's a that's a duo right yeah, there. That's good, when they know. I yeah. think you need that sort of teamwork. Totally. Because otherwise, <laughs> lost. Absolutely lost. <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> Cringy moments, yeah. Sunday mornings. Music matters. Busy week uh, for us. Um, uh, Alison is obviously doing lots of gigs as well. You're going to be doing. Uh, you're going to be doing a gig with me on Wednesday night in Bromley. Yeah. Uh, where else are you gigging? Where else can people see you? Uh, then I'm doing some dates uh, for Stuart Francis. Opening up for Stuart Francis. Stuart Francis, great comic. Bromsgrove, I believe, is My one of my favourite Canadian. Up. Oh, <laughs> male. Hey, hey. there we go. Finish. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> and then starting off uh, some stuff for the Panto, which I'm very excited Panto about. Panto at Preston Guildhall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm on tour. Of course, you can come and see me in Muddle Class. I'm all over the place. Uh, just released uh, some uh, gigs. Uh, where am I doing? Crikey. Liverpool Echo Arena doing that next Are you? April. Yeah. Don't seem so surprised. No, no, it. but it's, it's like... <laughs> no, I am, yeah. I'm going, to end the sh- I'm going to end the tour there. Well, the last two times I've done Liverpool, one night was the Champions League final where <laughs> Liverpool were playing, and the next night was the World Cup final. And so I thought, no, let's, let's go for a date in April. Turns out it's Grand National Day. Brilliant. <laughs> Absolute genius, the people in my office. So, um, <laughs> so I'm doing that next April, and uh, and I've also released tickets for the Palladium as well. So I'm I'm going to be doing the Palladium live at the Palladium. Very excited about that. Great venue, great venue for comedy. If you are a fan of either comedy or the Palladium, uh, then uh, you can go to radio's biggest ever night of stand-up comedy. Frank Skinner will be your host alongside an amazing lineup of brilliant comics. These John Richardson. Uh-huh. Who doesn't love John Richardson? He's great. He used to... Uh, uh, is he still doing 8 out of 10 Cats? I think he probably is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Cats does Countdown. I've done that with him a few times. He's a genius. like Rain Man. He's amazing. Rob Beckett, formerly of uh, absolute fame, now BBC. Can't get near him. Chris Ramsey, very funny Geordie man. Joe Caulfield, friend of the show, been on a few times, as has Chris, in fact. Uh, and Joe, absolutely just a great comic. Nish Kumar, you'll have seen on uh, on the Daily Mash on, on BBC Two. Matt Ford, also just a brilliant, probably our best political comic at the moment. Very underrated. And Gary Delaney, oh. another 
Great one-liner. Love Gary uh, Delaney. Comic, uh, brilliant. Been on the show a few times. Sarah Millican's husband and just a very funny, very funny comic in his own right. And Glenn Moore uh, from Absolute Radio. All the profits will be going directly to Stand Up To Cancer. It's live at the Palladium, a brilliant night. Nearly sold out, but no bad seats in that venue, I promise you. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Thanks for all your tweets and uh, and texts and posts on, on online for your uh, cringy moments. Michelle says, went on a blind date, Jason, and I missed breakfast, so I ate a bag of mini eggs in the car. She sounds like my kind of girl. <laughs> How the hell is she still dating? I know. <laughs> How has nobody snapped that legend up? Spent a fabulous lunch with a handsome guy who was all over me till I went to powder my nose. When I got back, he could hardly get out fast enough. I was a bit put out, but cheered myself up shopping all afternoon. On my return home, I got changed and noticed a mini egg had obviously dropped between my thighs and quietly melted right in the centre of my white trousers. Oh. Oh, oh, I can see how that would be off-putting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Let's have a look at these. <laughs> Let's read these live because they've only just come in. Uh, morning, guys. My cringe moment was Defo going to my local petrol station to quickly fill up, and on the opposite pump, a man was just off after paying. I thought I recognised him, and I said, Hi, how's your family? He responded, Thanks, yeah, all good, thank you. And I said, Oh, good. And I looked, just a little smile. Then it dawned on me as I pulled my purse from my bag, that man was Ian Beale from EastEnders. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy done. It's oh, easy done. I love it. I love, love it. Uh, while I was a police officer, young in service, uh, I went on my first Christmas party with my section to a posh hotel. I handed my coat to a woman who was standing next to the coat stand, <laughs> only to realise that that woman was my now chief inspector's wife. <laughs> oh. oh. That does happen. I was... I, in fact, I was in a shop yesterday, sorting the kids' shoes out, and uh, just said to a young lad who was putting some shoes on a shelf. Hey, mate, have you got these in a size four? He went, I don't know. I was like, crikey, these staff are rude. <laughs> Just didn't work there. Yeah. But also, that's what uniforms are for. Give people... Stop letting people come in their own clothes. It's too confusing for mm -hmm. us mere morons. We need a bit of help. <laughs> we need a bit of help from time to time. Uh, lots still coming in, crikey. I'll have to put some extra ones on the... Uh, online, because... I just I love this one from Paul Burns. He's he's taken my that I just did and taken it to another level. Oh. I was in the Virgin Megastore in New York City oh. years ago. I asked the guy bending down with a basket of DVDs where the Madonna calendars were. I don't work here, he gruffly replied. Of course he didn't, because it was John Bon Jovi. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> love that. Ah, of course he doesn't. Brilliant, Bon Jovi. <laughs> Imagine. Just, I love the fact he was just getting just out buying some DVDs. I always thought Bon Jovi would be sweet, though. I wish he would have helped him find the Madonna poster. Is that wrong? That I want him to be like, oh. I think that doesn't mean you're not nice. I Because you didn't help a guy. I suppose. I was on holiday and they mistaken me for the Jet 2 rep and I helped that person find out if there was karaoke on Thursday <laughs> and where to go. Yeah, I did. I was like, you know what? I'm not the rep, but give me a minute. That's Let me nice. see what I can find out. Yeah. I have a, you know, somebody asked me in the street, you know, I, I get the maps out and everything. I'll help people. Absolutely. I'm that guy. Mm -hmm. I'm that guy. <laughs> 
I'm proud of that guy. <laughs> Alison June Smith, always a pleasure to see you. Oh, thank you so, so much for nice. having me again. I love being here. So nice to have you. Come on, come on soon, please. Maybe come on while you're doing the panto if you're not too shattered. Oh, I would love that. Go and get tickets for the panto in Preston at the Guildhall. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, directed by and produced by a friend of mine. Uh, who is very very funny uh, and uh, a comic in, in his own right mm-hmm. as well, Roy Walker's son as well. I mean that. I mean that doesn't mean anything. No, but no. He's just a very funny man. Yeah. Uh, so uh, go and watch that and watch Alison June Smith in Panto. If you want to see me this week, uh, I am in a cracky Bromley and Cambridge and Canterbury and Southend. All these places pretty much mostly sold out, but there's occasionally the odd ticket available. And uh, Guys and Dolls two weeks time at the Royal Albert Hall.